0: episode two of the week that's right this is our second episode that we're doing this week of the Passive to Patrick uh, podcast welcome back everyone um yeah I'm 97 with my record I feel pretty good about that um last week we broke down um what we saw in the first week of NFL week one in the books so we're ready for week two we got a great Podcast for you guys today. We're going to be breaking down the schedule of week two, predicting my winners and losers who I think will come out on top. We got a couple other little stories we're going to get into. Um, I, I don't want to jump right in to who I have uh, winning those games yet. I want to start off small. I want to start off with a story. This story has a character in it, and it's Aaron Rodgers. That's right. What we saw last week, we kind of dove into it a little bit, Um, but more reports um, have been like, not reports, but people have been trying to break down what went wrong in that 3 to 30 some loss because it's really embarrassing. (laughs) It's really embarrassing. Uh, Whatever you do as a job, um, what happens in your personal life will affect that. It's just normal what if you if you let outside you know whether it's problems with home whatever you're dealing with it'll affect what you do professionally and that's exactly what has happened to Aaron Rodgers now everyone will say the coach will say that has nothing to do with it Aaron will say we'll just got to get get our act together we'll be back but something just seems off i have this feeling i have this feeling with the packers and it's somewhat of the same feeling like I have a little bit with the Browns. I guess we can compare to the two. Uh, Baker Mayfield's great. The Browns are obviously not as dysfunctional. I think the Packers are more dysfunctional than the Browns this year. I do. I just do. Because of all the Aaron Rodgers drama. Here's what I see happened. Aaron Rodgers had personal drama. He thought he was going to retire, right? Um, Media, for like several months, just hammered. Like him and the Packers, me included. I I uh, gave my opinion on what I thought of the situation. But for months, this was a story, everyone. I mean, they would talk about it daily on ESPN. You know, Packers would deny it. You'd hear little comments. Just back and forth. So what we've happened is a waterfall effect. Waterfall going down. Aaron Rodgers had this drama. Okay? It comes in. And he brings himself into training camp. He even says into training camp. He comes in firing at the Packers organization within minutes, you know, listing names of players, posting stuff, this will be the last stance, saying he contemplated retirement. And then he comes into the season, right? Um, he didn't come in quiet with his head down. He came in uh, guns of firing. <laughs> so what does that do? His personal life, you know, is none of anyone's business. But with all the distractions, when he came in, it was a waterfall effect. It went and affected that entire Packers team. Whether these guys are going to admit it or not, when Devontae Adams says he's not re signing, in other words, and Aaron Rodgers says this is the last dance, and you know, you got all these guys, and then he comes out and he says Jordan Rodgers is, or excuse me, Jordan Love isn't the problem. Uh, Jordan Love needs a mentor, and I I do believe that Aaron Rodgers tried to mentor him, I I don't think he is the problem, but I do think that it contributed to what the Packers organization thought of him, it's not so much Jordan Love, it's what they thought of him, so it's just a waterfall effect, and it happens everywhere, it happens everywhere, because it starts from the top. And here's the thing that's always been weird about the Packers is they don't have an owner. An owner could come in and squash these rumors, squash the misconceptions of the team, and get them back on track. You know, he could come in and kind of lay down the law like a Jerry Jones figure, but they don't have that because they're one of the NFL's oldest teams, and that's just how it is. But the fact that people think that Aaron Rodgers' drama didn't affect the Packers' win is mind-blowing to me. It's mind blowing. Um, I'm going to read you some stats of that game right now. I'm uh, just going to read off Aaron Rodgers' stats. Okay, his stat line 15 to 28, 133 yards, 4.8 average, zero TDs, two interceptions, 13.4 QBR. His rating is 36. I'm sorry. That wasn't just a loss, Aaron Rodgers. That was an embarrassment. You guys were in the NFC Championship game against the Bucks last year. So everyone that's coming out and saying, you know what, it's it's not the Packers. Um, they're gonna pull it together. They're gonna get it all figured out. Aaron's still Aaron. I don't I don't know. I need him to prove me wrong. And I do have a feeling the Packers will bounce back week two. I do. Um, Usually when this kind of stuff happens, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory that the team is embarrassed and they are going to try and bounce back. So I I do think the Packers will bounce back next year, but this team is not the same as they were Packers fans. They're just not. And it's okay to accept that. Because, you know... In life, the, these situations are going to happen. But how you deal with them is very important. And right now, I just feel like the Packers are not dealing with it well. But hopefully they turn it around. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers will be the MVP this year. I don't think he'll have near the year he had last year. Ugh, Aaron Rodgers drama. It, it doesn't seem like it's ending. It, it seems like it will carry through. My prediction is he's going to the Miami Dolphins next year. That's my prediction. I think he's going to try and do exactly what Brady did. The Miami Dolphins are poised to win. I don't know if they're going to win with Tua, just because Tua is Tua. I don't think he has that X factor. But no doubt, uh, I believe 100%, um, Aaron Rodgers will be a Miami Dolphin next year. (laughs) Think about it. It just makes sense. You're trading him out of the NFC, so you don't got to worry about him until you would get to a Super Bowl, which that's not happening for the Packers. You're going to get at least two first-rounders. You could even get a good receiver or lineman, help rebuild that team a little more once he's gone. Uh, the pieces that you could get are endless, but I think the Packers made a mistake by not doing it this year. I think they did. I think you had to jump on it and get on top of it quick. Um, I would have looked at it the second he came into preseason and said everything he said. That would have been it for me. I would have called Miami up and said, hey, I know you guys need a quarterback, two first rounders. Um, a second-rounder, and a player. And we can make this happen today. And I think that would have been the smart move. I just do. Uh, I know that they don't want to trade him to a good team, but the fact of the matter is you may not have a choice now. Since uh, it's it's like this now, I think his value is gone down. I think if he has too many of these performances, his value is going to be nothing. You know? So... And I know they want to get everything they can get him for him, but yeah, I just I think they should have traded him to the Dolphins this year. So, it's just my opinion on the whole Packers-Aaron Rodgers situation there. We will see what happens. Uh, another little interesting storyline, speaking of quarterback play, is Washington. Yeah, my Washington football team. Let's dive into that a little bit, because Tyler Heineke is going to be playing Thursday Night Football tonight. Um, Thursday night football, big game. So spotlight's going to be on him. I hope he does well, (laughs) but there's a quarterback out there that I think the Washington football team should sign. I do. Is it going to be a uh, kind of a stupid move for maybe how people will view it in the organization? Will it cause some distractions? It will, but I think they need to go out and get Cam Newton. I'm sorry, Tyler Heineke and Kyle Allen. They're great, but what I got with Ryan Fitzpatrick was stability, and now that we don't got that st- stability at quarterback, I don't think, what's the difference? The only difference is Cam's a little louder, but he has more of a playmaking ability. I'm 100% for Ron Rivera going and get Cam Newton. Now, there are some factors. What was the relationship? when they? What, what is the relationship there? Did they leave it on good terms? Did they not in Carolina? Uh, a lot of questions there, pretty much. But the fact is they really could use a playmaking quarterback and I think they're gonna win a lot of games. If they go out and get Cam Newton, it's gonna boost the popularity of the team. They are going to make a playoff run, okay? And the quarterback play will be higher and the playmaking X factor. You just can't you can't argue that Tyler Heineke's got that. Now, do I think Tyler Heineke will manage the game and do all that? Of course. Of course, he's going to be a game manager. He's going to put in the work. He's going to study. He's a hard worker. Uh, We will see that. But life's about risk in Washington. I know you're trying to be smart here. I know you're trying to take the slow approach. But please, please, please go get an X-Factor quarterback. And then bring in RG3 if you can't get Cam. Because RG3 is tweeting that... um, Make the call, Washington. Uh, I would love to see that happen. I would. All right. So I think we've talked a little bit, you know, enough about these, you know, somewhat smaller stories in the NFL. It's time to move on, because I'm nine and seven, everyone. Now I'm, I'm feeling a little braggy about it, just because I'm, you know, I'm above five hundred. So obviously, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. And right now, we're just going to go through uh, week two of the NFL. I'm going to break down who I think will win, you know. Uh, We'll just start with Thursday night because tonight's Thursday night football. September 16th, uh, we start at 720 uh, here in Central Time. They're in Washington. The New York Giants are coming to Washington. Now, the New York Giants, that line, just a couple points from the game, that O-line is just not what it was Um A couple years back, uh, they got some issues there. Washington's defensive front, you know, Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, De'Aaron Payne, Montez Sweat, Jamon Davis. uh, That defense is stacked, all right? Uh, You know, Fuller out there um, in the backfield, or, you know, back end cornerback, um, all that. They got those good pieces. Uh, Washington, even though the quarterback play will not be great, I have Washington winning this game. I think it'll be a low scoring game just because, you know, I think New York will put up 10. I think Washington will put up 13. I I think it'll be close. I think the defenses will do pretty well just because we don't have an X-Factor quarterback and their O-line is not good. 10-13, Washington wins. 13-10, yeah. Okay, the next matchup, because we're going to just jump now right to Sunday. Uh, I'm just going down the list here. So I got Washington winning Thursday night. Cincinnati at Chicago. Oh man, interesting game. <laughs> uh, I did not like what I saw from Chicago. It was sloppy. It was all over the place. It wasn't very good. Um, I have Cincinnati winning this game. I just don't see the spark with Chicago. I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have a good connection. I see the Bengals definitely taking this game. They got to make a decision with Justin Fields. First off, are they going to keep just putting him in on these little packages? I don't agree with that. I think it didn't look good. I have Cincinnati. Beating Chicago, I think Cincinnati will win that game uh, 17-7. Okay, Houston at Cleveland. <laughs> Houston came out and uh, pretty much said, Hey, LA, why don't you watch us? We're going to put up 30-some points. Um, that's not going to happen um, against the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland's definitely going to bounce back and win here. Cleveland's going to put up 30 points. Houston's going to put up about 14 Houston's gonna put up a good fight, but I have Cleveland winning that game and they're in ball and they're in uh, oh gosh, they're in Cleveland. so Los Angeles at Indianapolis, Los Angeles is on a roll. Matthew Stafford. easy win, I believe for the Los Angeles uh, Rams. So um, the Los Angeles Rams, I have them winning that game. I just don't know all the issues with Indianapolis up and down. Um, I got the, um, Los Angeles Rams winning that game. Okay. And I think they're going to win that about, I'm going to say they're going to win that about 27. I'm going to say that. All right. So now we got Buffalo and Miami. Buffalo is going to come out swinging. They're going to win this game. I'm sorry, Miami, Buffalo, Lost to the Steelers at home. And normally, this is what I'm kind of going with. Normally, when you see a team get blown out, they come back and they have a great game. And, you know, Josh Allen's going to be firing. That defense is good. Miami's just got two, and I don't think he's got the X factor. I just don't. Uh, Buffalo's going to be winning that game 24-7. to uh, seven. All right. New England at New York. This is kind of a back and forth one. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to. Gosh. I think New England's bouncing back. I just do. I, I have this weird feeling Mac Jones is going to have a good game. Uh, 14-10, New England uh, takes that game at New York. Uh, you know, I think that's just the case. San Francisco at Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know about you, but Philadelphia came out and surprised me. Did they have a quarterback? Did they, have, did they end up getting a quarterback there uh, in Philly? Because it sure seems like it. Uh, I wasn't expecting this Prove me wrong. I'm a Washington fan, but they proved me wrong. Jalen Hurts, that that boy came out firing. Uh, He really showed his potential. Now, San Francisco, um, it's interesting because uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he is good. Um, He's not great, but I have San Francisco winning that game against Philly. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say they're going to win that game. Uh, I think Philadelphia had a great week one but it's a very emotional win, and I just don't think they're going to pull it out against San Francisco. I have San Francisco winning that game. Okay, Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. I got Pittsburgh uh, rolling here. I got Pittsburgh uh, moving through the Raiders. I think Pittsburgh's going to... um you know, kind of dominate the line there. I, I think Las Vegas is good, but they're coming into Pittsburgh. It's a very hard place to win. I think Pittsburgh will win that game and go up 2-0 in the season. And Ben Roethlisberger played good. They went in, they beat Buffalo. I mean, the team's obviously good. So many people have doubted the Steelers this season. You know, I haven't because I just think they're a good team. So I got the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, winning that game against the Raiders. Now Derek Carr showed out, so nothing against the Raiders. I think they're going to be one of the top teams this year. Las Vegas, that place was rocking. Derek Carr playing out of his mind right now. So I, I do think the Raiders, this will be a closer game. I think it's going to be 21-14. to 14. I think the, the Pittsburgh Steelers will, you know, get out of it with a touchdown lead. And so, yeah, Juju and that team, they're going to get their win. So, then we got New Orleans at Carolina. I have, you know, I have New Orleans winning this game. Carolina came out strong, beat the Jets last week. Sam Darnold looked decent. Uh, But Jameis Winston, that team, I think they just got like a passion to them and a fire this year, New Orleans. I really do. I think they're just, you know, they're playing out of their minds. They're really good this year. Uh, What he showed me was big playability standing in the pocket, and I guess, you know, uh, LASIK's eye surgery works for James Winston because he can see clearly now the rain is gone okay so I got the New Orleans Saints beating Carolina I think the New Orleans Saints will put up 24 Carolina will put up 17 uh, but yeah I got the New Orleans Saints uh, winning that game Denver at Jacksonville Denver's gonna win that game with Teddy Bridgewater uh, Jacksonville even though they're you know got some firepower with Trevor Lawrence Urban Meyer Urban Meyer is still a rookie coach in the NFL and you know Trevor Lawrence is a rookie, so the the Jags have those two guys. Not much else. Denver's got Teddy Bridgewater, who played really great. I mean, if you watch that game, you know, the Broncos finally got a you know competent quarterback there. So I, I think Teddy brought Teddy Bridgewater, excuse me, uh, will pull out the win against Jacksonville. I think it'll be 14-7. I think they're going to get a touchdown on Jacksonville, and that game, uh, Denver's going to take it, and it's at Jacksonville, which I don't think matters because Jacksonville's a home field advantage, I don't think that matters too much, Um, yeah, so that's that game, Uh, then we're going to go to Minnesota at Arizona, this is an interesting game, I I find this game interesting, it's one of the afternoon games, we're moving on to the afternoon games now, Uh, I think Arizona's going to win this game, I just do, Uh, they got more of the it factor than Minnesota. Minnesota is an interesting team because there's a lot of debate going on with them. Kirk cousins didn't get vaccinated. And that team is a very, they've been pretty outspoken about it. Wishing he would have, I, I, that doesn't play a role in it. I don't think, but you know, controversy, just like we talked about little things affect your performance on the field. They just do. Yeah. So, I mean, I got Arizona winning that game. I just think Kyler Murray and that team shows a lot of fight. Um, uh, not much to it, really. I think Arizona will pull out that victory. I think Arizona's going to be uh, popping. They're going to have 24 to 20. I think it'll be a close game, but I, I see Arizona winning that game against Minnesota. And they're at home, too. So that's a big advantage. Uh, Atlanta at Tampa. Tampa Bay, I think... <sighs> mm, I don't know if this should be my spoiler game of the week or not. Um. <sighs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Tampa Bay will win this game. I'm just going to go with it. Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers will pull out the win against this game. I think Tampa's going to put up uh, quite a bit of points, uh, 32-24, and I think the Tampa Bay uh, will pull out this game. I didn't love what I saw from Atlanta. They have potential there. I just think T- Tampa's on a, a rampage this year, and Brady's on another level. Uh, so, you know, and intensity. Intensity's huge there. You'll notice with Brady, there's none of that outside distraction noise. Uh, that's going to affect the, the game or his gameplay at all. He's on another level. Tampa's going to pull out that win against Atlanta. I think so. Dallas at LA. Ooh, this game. My Washington football team lost to the Chargers last week. You know, they were just the better team. Um, I think Dallas is going to pull this game out. I think this is going to be my shocker game of the, the week here. I think Dallas is going to pull this game out. I think they're going to they're gonna make some key adjustments. Dak looked good. Dak did not look bad. So he looked good that game one. Um, Chargers, our defense held them. And the Dallas defense isn't as bad as people think. They got Micah Parsons. Uh, He's really good. So I think Dallas is going to win this game. I think Dallas is going to put up uh, like 20 points. And the Chargers are going to put up about 14. Uh, But I think uh, Dallas will come into L.A. And they're going to win this team. Um, I got quite a few of the teams that are coming into the cities winning uh, this week. We'll see how that plays out. Um, I'm not sure how it'll play out, but I, I do have Dallas coming into the Chargers and uh, winning that game. Justin Herbert looked good, though. He looked good. Can't take anything away from Justin Herbert. Uh, but Dallas going to win that game. I, I think so. Um, Tennessee at Seattle. Uh, I see tenna- I, I see Seattle beating them. Uh, you're coming in. That's a hard place to win. Russell Wilson will be, you know, on point. He's going to be really good. Uh, Pete Carroll, great head coach. Tennessee, there's a lot of questions about them. Um, they're a great team, but I, I just think the Seattle Seahawks are going to be greater. Um, so Seattle's going to pull that game out. I think it's going to be 31-24. to uh, Seattle's going to win that game. So that that's who I have winning the Tennessee-Seattle game. Kansas City and Baltimore. Oh, that was a tough loss for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, he he tried so hard. Lamar's a, a baller and a winner and a great player. Uh, but Kansas City, I think, is going to go into Baltimore and pull out the win. He, he, Pat, against Patrick Mahomes, he just hasn't won much. So I, I just have Kansas City beating them in that game. I think Kansas City will put up 24 points. I think the Baltimore Ravens will put up um, about 14. Um, but I, I got Kansas City coming in there. Again, another non-home team winning for me um that's just the way i'm going that's that's kind of how i see the cards falling this week i'm trying not to overthink it at all because i i just think that's how it's going to fall um i got kansas city beating baltimore in that it'll be a good game tyree kill all those guys they're all x factors that's the thing if you have more x factors and you got the quarterback it just seems like you're gonna win that's how i feel this year at least i mean i think that's just so huge and the, and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're one of those teams, too, that they're not going to let outside noise affect them in-game. Um, neither will the Baltimore Ravens. A really good team this year. So I got Kansas City winning that game. And then we're going to go to Detroit. This is the Monday night game. It's a big one. 7.15 p.m. Central Time. Going to be on ESPN at Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Detroit at Green Bay. I have Detroit winning that. uh No, I'm just kidding. Green Bay is going to win that game. I'm sorry Detroit, they do have a little bit of fight in them they're going to, you know what, they're going to put up a fight though they're going to put up a fight against Green Bay for all the distractions, I think they're going to capitalize on it going to smack talk a little bit, um, you know a little after the whistle, extra contact Um, Green Bay has got to toughen up here because I think the Detroit can give them problems I think this game will be closer than people think I do have Green Bay winning, I do I have them putting up 27 points. I got the Detroit Lions putting up 23, though. I do think the Detroit Lions will put up an amazing fight against the Green Bay Packers, but I, I got Green Bay pulling out that win. And even though there's the Aaron Rodgers drama, all that stuff, I think they will find enough of a groove to pull out that win. If they lose against the Lions, <laughs> uh, I don't think I think Packers fans should start wearing. Um, bags over their heads, you know, just some paper bags, because uh, I don't know how you could, you wouldn't hear the end of it from Lions fans, you just wouldn't, so I, I have Green Bay winning that game, it'll be a great game, and those are my picks of the week, everyone, those are my picks, um, a couple shockers in there, maybe, but overall, hey, I'm 9-7, and my goal is to keep it above 500 this year, you know, so... Whatever happens, happens. My opinions change each and every week on this sort of thing. My opinions change each and every week. Out of the quarterbacks, who do I think will have the best um, week? Who do I think will? I'm going to have to go, and I'm going to have to say Jameis Winston. I think he's going to have the best performance (laughs) this next week. I just do. I think he will. One of the best performances will come from Jameis Winston. I truly believe that. You know, you always have those ones that of course they're gonna play amazing Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady. You know, so on, so on, so on. But I think Jameis Winston will have another great week. I think he'll be my quarterback of the week. I think he will be. All these games, football's back, everyone. Football is back. And you can't beat it. You just there's no other it's content for me to talk about. It's something to listen to while you're working. you just log into your team listen to the the game the radio version you just can't beat it (laughs) now we are we are getting ready that said the NBA is starting to heat up too we're going to be in October and they're ready to go in a couple months so the NBA a lot of moves being made in the NBA too Rajon's back on the Lakers we're not done with the NBA here we're not and I want to talk about baseball I really do I really want to talk about baseball but baseball is so hard for me to talk about because there's so many games. Shohei Otani is an amazing player, though. He's the future. I think they need to... <laughs> I think more of these leagues need to do what the NBA has done. Because the NFL has taken this from uh, the NBA. Uh, making it about the players. What what sells? What sells? Shoes. Players. Players. endorse products. That sells. Everything player-wise sells. Except unless you're a team like the Packers, Cowboys... Steelers where the brand is bigger than the players (laughs) I mean just get behind your players pro player because that's where you make the money and that's what the NBA has done I think that's what the NFL has started to do more and more I think that's what Major League Baseball really needs to lean into really need to lean into it Shohei Otani uh, Mookie Betts just all these guys that are you know studs Aaron Judge Mike Trout, they really need to lean into that more. I I think that's the future really of it. Those are my week 1 predictions. I think I don't think they're too bad. I'm excited to see what happens. Now there's so many different storylines in the NFL. We're going to see how some of this progresses. Um like I said, Washington tonight against the the Giants. I'm a Washington fan, I'm going to be cheering them on. We've had so many starters at quarterback. Uh, here we go again. Tyler Heineke. Here we go. <laughs> because it just seems like we've gone through so many you know, in the last few years. We even had Mark Sanchez in the last few years. I can't believe that. Josh Johnson. Uh, ESPN put out a great article uh, about this. All the Washington quarterbacks. I suggest you go read it. Um, it's a great article. Uh, it was written by John Keem, uh, ESPN staff writer. Put out a great article. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you guys should go read it. It's got some crazy names on it. Guys I've forgotten about. <laughs> Just John Beck. Does anyone remember John Beck? God, 2011. Ugh. But, you know, whether it's Dwayne Haskins, Tim Hasselback even started for us for a little bit there. Uh Case Keenum. Ugh. Just so many guys. You know, so many. Um, but I believe 100% if rg3 came back to washington which for some reason he tweeted that out i i don't know why you would tweet that out and not be serious about it if he came back uh i would love it <laughs> it would be electricity in washington would it be the same would he be the same player no of course not but boy it would sell some tickets wouldn't it <laughs> it would be awesome um yeah well hey guys that's the show today like i said we did two uh episodes this week just because i wanted to you know recap week one early on and then hey i thought why not just do two get uh get my predictions out of the way i cannot wait to see what record i am after week two i have a pretty good feeling that i'm gonna be above 500 again <laughs> we'll see what happens but hey everyone this has been a great podcast thank you for listening um hit me up on socials uh follow me uh please leave a review of what you think of the podcast leave a rating of five stars if you like it if you don't just leave a rating of stars i don't know i i enjoy doing it for you guys so everyone that's been the podcast today uh this has been passive patrick and have a good one everyone